0: Good morning. It's 8.30 on Tuesday, March 17th. I'm Karen Brown, and this is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. On today's show, more from the state health department as cases of COVID-19 grow nationwide. And a look at some of the obstacles linked to statewide school closures. Then, how social distancing is affecting one service industry. That's all coming up. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves joined other governors across the nation on a conference call with President Trump on Monday to discuss state-level efforts to flatten the curve of COVID-19 transmission.
2: I had the opportunity earlier today to have a very good conference call with the president, with Vice President Pence, uh, with members of their senior leadership team and their uh, COVID-19 task force. Uh, In addition to that meeting, I also had a meeting earlier today with our Uh, task force led by Dr. Dobbs uh, who is doing a fantastic job as well as Director Michelle with Mississippi Emergency Management Agency who's also he and his team are doing uh, an excellent job and just some of the things that that I thought you may need to know is when you look at what's going on nationally uh, we now have 3,600 cases that are confirmed across the United States those 3,600 cases stretch in 49 states West Virginia is the only state in the nation that does not have a confirmed case right now, but my guess is that's going to change fairly quickly. In addition to that, we've had 68 Americans pass away from this virus, and that is obviously 68 too many. Uh, But I do want to tell you that uh, we remain in a situation in which it is the elderly, particularly those with vulnerable immune systems that are at the highest risk of significant uh, injury uh, from this virus.
0: State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs says community transmission of COVID-19, the disease caused by the novel coronavirus in Mississippi, is low. But based on national trends, he's revising some of the state's recommendations regarding social distancing.
3: Right now, Mississippi is experiencing low-level community transmission, most likely, and we're monitoring that very closely. Of course, this can change very quickly. Um, We certainly will let you know if we have any additional spread. Um, there's a few things we want to mention as far as recommendations. As you're aware, the president made a new recommendation just this, this afternoon about decreasing crowd size to 10. So right now it's recommended that people not congregate in crowds of, of more than 10 people. And for those who are over 65 or have chronic medical conditions, it's, it's especially important for them to avoid crowds given the susceptibility to severe outcomes. At this time, we are not making recommendations to close uh, business, uh, bars or restaurants. Certainly, is under additional consideration, but making no such recommendation. And um, schools and businesses um, uh, will have to continue monitoring with their same uh, considerations. At present, schools are closed through the rest of this week. Additional considerations are being made. We're consulting closely with the uh, governor's office for them to make an informed decision. But at this time, there's been no decision made to extend school closures past this week.
0: Testing, access to to testing continues to be under heavy scrutiny. Dr. Dobbs says the state is now able to get test results in 24 hours and says the state has plans to establish fast-track clinics.
3: In regards to the labs, the lab is getting our results out in 24 hours or less and we are running samples every day of the week, including weekends, and accepting samples every day of the week. We hope to have the latest test results posted every morning on the Department of Health website um, and through our app and social media. As far as additional recommendations, we are urging and recommending that clinics cancel unnecessary um, or a non-essential clinic visits. So from an outpatient basis, recommending if it's not an absolute necessity for someone to come into the medical environment to delay that for a future day. We're also strongly recommending that uh, facilities such as surgery centers and hospitals delay elective surgeries. Obviously, people are going to need urgent medical care. We need to focus on those individuals, but elective procedures need to be delayed At this time Um, in the future, we are working uh, with different partners at the community, different clinical entities and hospitals uh, to support fast track clinics in different locations. So we encourage people in the community to to look for locations where people can seek rapid and efficient testing and assessment for respiratory infections and covid-19 such that we can um, meet their needs in a more efficient manner. So we know that's been an issue where people are wanting to go get assessed and and tested, and that's something we're going to have increased availability uh, for. And also we are working closely with with MEMA and uh, National Guard partners looking at options for um, even doing pod sites where we can do rapid throughput testing to augment the needs where they're not met by the clinical
0: Dr. Thomas Dobbs is the health officer for the Mississippi Department of Health. To stay current on the latest developments concerning the coronavirus in Mississippi, visit mpbonline.org slash coronavirus. Coming up, a look at some of the obstacles linked to statewide school closures. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. Schools across the state have closed for the remainder of this week due to the coronavirus threat, and many are making preparations to shift to online instruction, keeping school buildings empty well into the spring semester. With mandatory state testing just around the corner, parents, legislators, and officials alike are concerned the effects on instruction are too great to justify continuing with the tests. House Democrat Tom Miles of Forest introduced a suspension resolution Monday that would exempt schools from testing. He tells our Michael Guidry he has heard from worried parents and teachers across his district.
4: Some of the other states have already done this. Texas and Georgia did it this morning. Uh, I've had so many phone calls from constituents asking if there's something that we could look at to do and I've reached out to our staff attorneys in the house and asked them if, would, could we do this and they said yes you could file a suspension resolution.
1: What is the impetus for this resolution?
4: Well, I'm hoping that the resolution will um, start the conversation. I mean, we can do it legislatively if needed, but Mississippi Department of Education or the governor can put it in their degree and just go ahead and get this done. You've got so many parents and students and teachers that are worried about state testing because state testing is what our public school has evolved around so much Um, and uh, hoping that this can give them the relief and hoping this would start the conversation. this doesn't get left out of the equation amongst everything else.
1: Is this resolution something that the legislature can do unilaterally without the coordination and cooperation with the Department of Education?
4: Yeah, if, if if we chose to, we could. But I think I'm just hoping that this just give us another option on the table if needed.
1: This resolution is to address the immediate concern with students being out and not having access to Standard instruction um, over the last couple of weeks, or we what we foresee to be a couple of weeks.
4: Yes, uh, this would exempt them from the third grade reading assessment. Uh, all tests that are administrated under the MAP program, the Mississippi Academic Assessment Program. Um, we had 11th grade ACT on there, but they've already taken that and all of end-of-course tests under the various subject areas. You know, um, you know some of the end-of-course assessments. You know, are the history test, the biology, the algebra test that a lot of these students in Mississippi, we require them to uh, have them for graduation rates. We're only one of nine states already that on those st- tests that are in high school that are using them for graduation requirements. The federal government already says that they don't have to be used for graduation requirements. Only some C tests in those areas.
1: All right, Representative Tom Miles, Democrat representing Rankin and Scott counties. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thank you.
0: State Superintendent of Education Dr. Carrie Wright is recommending to the State Board of Education that state and federal assessment and accountability requirements be suspended for the 2019-20 school year. Additionally, Dr. Wright will continue to work collaboratively with Governor Tate Reeves and State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs as the pandemic evolves. Should schools statewide need to close for an extended period of time, Dr. Wright will recommend that the SBE waive after applicable policies regarding attendance, promotion and graduation. School closures are also affecting Mississippi's blood supply. Merle Eldridge is the director of donor recruitment and mobile collections for Mississippi Blood Services. She tells us high school and college drives usually make up the bulk of their donations in the spring, but with so many canceled, the organization is in dire need of donors.
5: Right now, um, in an effort to maintain an adequate blood supply amid all of the coronavirus concerns, we're urging all eligible donors to donate um, and encouraging all um, interested in hosting a blood drive. As we continue to have cancellations of blood drives, whether it's schools or churches, um, we need to be able to collect units for Mississippi patients in need.
0: Are these the sites themselves that are canceling or is or is the blood services canceling some of these drives?
5: Um, it is all based on the groups. Um, So about 70% of our collections this time of year come from high schools and colleges. Um, Therefore, it's at the hands um, of those schools that are canceling um, just simply because of the students not being there. Um, So that's where our biggest impact has been. However, we have had a few um, businesses cancel as well due to decisions they're making within their facility regarding the coronavirus.
0: Give us an idea of how this is affecting your Supply.
5: Um, It has had significant, I can tell you, as of 9 o'clock this morning, we have had 26 canceled blood drives, and that accounts for over 1,000 units, Um, and that is just since 9 o'clock this morning. Um, It seems to be a very fluid situation. Um, Cancellations coming to us hourly, Um, so because of that, we've had a significant impact on our supply and ability to collect units.
0: Now give us a sense of what 1,000 units means to patients.
5: Um, a thousand units means critical status for all of our patients here in Mississippi. Um, there are patients such as cancer patients, sickle cell patients, burn victims, and also trauma patients that will be in need of those units right when they need it. If we don't have it on the shelves, the last thing we want a patient to be told is the products unavailable. A thousand units is essentially um, about three, over three days total collections on a typical day for Mississippi Blood Services.
0: You are still accepting donations. You're asking for donations. But tell us what safeguards are in place if someone's afraid to go, thinking I'm going to be exposed to coronavirus if I go to give blood.
5: Yes, and and what I can tell you is that there are no known... Um reported or suspected cases of um, transmission um, via transfusion um, of COVID-19. I can tell you that the transfusion transmission, um, there was none reported with any other coronaviruses that have emerged in the past two decades. So we really want people to know that it is safe to donate um, and all All steps are in place to make sure the safety of um, donors that are coming in. Um, We are um, not, while we are not testing or screening for COVID-19 directly, um, we do screen all donors to make sure they are healthy and eligible to donate.
0: Despite all the cancellations you've received, how can people give blood?
5: We are asking people to visit our website, which is www.msblood.com. They can download our free mobile app, or they can utilize our social media pages to find a location near them. And throughout the week, our locations in Flowood, Oxford, and Cleveland will be open throughout the week to see donors. As far as our blood drives are concerned, we are adding community drives in as quickly as our other drives are canceling. So there should be a location near you within the coming weeks to donate.
0: Merle Eldridge is the Director of Donor Recruitment and Mobile Collections. Thank you very much, Merle.
5: Thank you so much.
0: Coming up, how social distancing is affecting one service industry. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio.
3: Hey, this is Malcolm White with the Mississippi Arts Commission. I'm one of the hosts of the Mississippi Arts Hour, the arts interview show on Think Radio.
0: It's an expensive cycle. Insurance, gas, maintenance. Let us help break it by turning that car of yours into public radio. If your car is more work than it's useful, donate it to us. We'll pick it up, get top dollar for it, and use the funds to bring you more of your favorite shows. You might even qualify for a tax deduction.
4: Donate your car, motorcycle, boat, or RV by going to mpbonline.org.
0: This is Mississippi Edition on MTV Think Radio. I'm Karen Brown. The coronavirus outbreak is causing concern and frustration for some businesses in Mississippi and is reshaping how they do business. This is especially true for service industries like restaurants and bars and the staff that relies on wages made primarily from tips. Casey Kroos is the general manager of the newly opened Georgia Blue in Starkville. He tells our Michael Guidry his restaurant is taking measures to provide more curbside service.
6: We were prepared... To be in a state of decline over the last week, just because of spring break, um, and it being a college town, but we did see uh, we we've seen increased uh, awareness of the of, of just how people are acting when they're going out. You know, uh, they're coming into the restaurant, and people are just a little more nervous to shake hands. And as far as uh, sales and revenue go, like I say, it's uh, it's definitely been affecting. We've already begun taking measures uh, getting extra to-go boxes and extra sanitizer and extra um, table wipes to clean tables and just a lot of extra to-go material because we are worried that we're going to go to this to-go recommendation, you know, so we're going to have less people sitting in the restaurants.
1: This is not a large corporate enterprise, the Georgia Blue uh, Restaurant Group. Yeah, is there anything... Right now, lined up to help servers feel more secure
6: um we're we're working on we're working on uh like like you say i mean we're we're going have to cut back i mean' it's, it's getting less revenues we're going to have less servers on, but with this to go system, you know we want to come up with a sort of a curbside to go um system that's something that we don't have at all, and so you know providing that hopefully will give us space for these uh, service to be able to actually, uh, you know, continue to work, because um, if we can take the food out to their car and get them to pay out there, then we can actually still staff at least, you know, more than one or two people for the to-go systems we have. Um, but again, with less people in the restaurant, that's going to be less money for them. And uh, out of everything, that's that's what I'm most worried about, just how we're going to keep keep everybody happy. Um, hopefully it'll blow over pretty quickly though. Uh I don't know how long we plan on staying in a state of emergency. I've heard anywhere from, you know, two weeks to four weeks to six weeks, so I guess we'll just have to see play it by ear that's what plan.
1: How long can you expect to sustain on, on that kind of system before you start to worry?
6: I, I feel like I would I would not go into panic mode at all and uh I also know just being in Starkville for the few weeks that I have been, um, I've watched a lot more to-go sales in that city already. Um, people are people don't have a lot of parking in the city of Starkville, so uh, it's very common for them to just come in, grab their food, and go back to work.
0: Casey Kroos is the general manager of Georgia Blue in Starkville. Jackson Mayor Shokwe Antar-Lamumba is urging restaurants in the city to follow similar measures, and local bars are facing tough decisions. Ashley Dollar is the general manager at Barrel House. She tells MPB's Kobe Vads business has dropped dramatically since the state's first coronavirus case was announced last week.
7: Well, it's definitely been affecting the restaurant in a major way. I understand that people are scared right now. I think we're all pretty scared. Uh, we on a normal day-to-day basis have to practice severe measures for sanitary reasons being around food uh, we've done everything we can we've even posted about you know how we've got these 15 minute spots out here for curbside pickup we've offered to bring it out to people's cars um nothing seems to be really helping us at this point i'm i'm afraid for my employees uh these hourly employees that live off of tips and tips alone you know they're being affected and of course us being a small business i'm a little afraid of where that's going to leave us as well for the time being. And now uh, with, you know, it was suggested not to have any events over 250 people, then it's been down to 50 people. And um, now just watching uh, the president speak, and now he's saying not to go to any gatherings of 10 or more. So um, that's really going to continue to affect us in a major way. Um, We're all just kind of in a place of not knowing what to do right now.
2: And now, like, food can continue to come to the curbside, and y'all are are pushing that. Um, But what's going to be like for the bar?
7: that's tricky um saturday is a good example of uh we are usually busy from the time we open up at 11 o'clock until usually nine o'clock that night and it's our bar has been heavily affected our happy hour crew is dwindling away um but everybody wants to stay home and be safe and you know sometimes that that might be the best solution for everybody for right now um i'd hoped that we wouldn't face a situation like some of these other cities where all the restaurants and bars would be forced to close but i i do fear we all fear that that's coming um at this point, so.
2: And so, what have you been telling your uh, your employees?
7: I've just tried to encourage them all. Um, I've been honest with them. I'm not going to lie to them, I'm paying any false hope. Uh, we are feeding our employees uh, free meals every shift. We're allowing them to take food home to their families if they need to. Uh, whatever we can do as some sort of incentive for them to know that we're trying to take care of them, um, the best we can.
2: And so, what's gonna what's in the future? Um, how are y'all How are y'all planning to prepare if y'all do have to close? And what, how will y'all pick back up?
7: As of right now, I have already, we've had to cancel an event that we had later this month. I've canceled all of our live music from here until the end of the month just to be safe. Um, I I do firmly believe that if we do have to close and most other areas in the state will have to close, that we are going to make a turnaround. We will throw a big party like we always do to get everybody together once everybody feels better, of course. And this, this has passed, but I think that's all we can do.
0: Ashley Dollar is the general manager of Barrow House in Starkville. While managers cope with changing business models, servers like Haley have seen their income drop by half over the weekend. Haley, who asked us to only use her first name, has been a server at the same Jackson metro area restaurant for over two years. She says she's already seen the impact of social distancing on her wages. She tells our Michael Guidry, servers anxieties about making enough to pay bills are mounting.
8: We were still, uh, pretty usual business up until midweek. And then Thursday was the day that we, we saw a dramatic decline. Um, that's when people really started, oh, uh, I'm well, taking home about half the amount I normally take home. And then, um, Sunday morning, several servers said they took, they took home like 20 bucks or less from the Sunday morning shift.
1: What have you seen as far as a rate of decline? Has it been like 50 percent of what you usually get? you know 40 percent of what you usually get?
8: Um, weekdays, so far, it's been more about like 50 percent um, a decline. The weekend the weekend nights were a good like probably 60 or more percent decline. Uh, we didn't even go on a wait Friday night, and we're usually on a wait for four plus hours. So that was very different.
1: Have you gotten any communication from management about ways they might adapt to the situation?
8: No, they, I don't think they've thought that far yet. Um, I think their first thoughts was just like extra cleaning and sanitizing. And then they updated their uh, emergency contact list for all of us, make sure they got our updated phone numbers and a, an emergency contact. But they haven't said anything about, if we did have to shut down or if we did only to-go orders, how any of that would work.
1: What, what level of anxiety is there amongst the serving staff that if things continue, people will have a hard time paying bills?
8: Um, it's, it's increasing every day. Uh, like right now, I'd say it's very, very high. Uh, a few days ago, it was minimal. But right now, it's tremendously high. Most people I work with rely on income for almost every day um, with the exception of their one day off maybe a week, but they don't have uh, savings to fall back on.
0: That was server Haley, who asked us not to use her last name. Before that, we talked with Ashley Dollar. She's the general manager of Barrel House. That restaurant is in Jackson. To stay current on the latest developments concerning the coronavirus in Mississippi, you can visit our website, mpbonline.org slash coronavirus. Thanks for listening to the Mississippi Edition podcast from MPB News and MPB Think Radio.